are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. So if we follow the things that Jesus said to do, we'll find some things in the Bible that are very astounding to us. Go with me over to Mark, the 11th chapter. Jesus said, He that cometh to me heareth my sayings, and doeth them. Now in Mark, the 11th chapter, we begin with verse 22. Well, let's back up to verse 21. Peter, calling to remembrance, saith unto the Master, Behold, the fig tree which thou cursest is withered away. Jesus answering, saith unto him, Have faith in God, for verily I say unto you, Now notice, Jesus said, Verily I say unto you. Now if Jesus said it, it's a saying of Jesus, isn't it? Now remember, we're talking about doing the sayings of Jesus. And he said, Verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. Now somebody said, well, who will that work for? Well, somebody said it'll work for whosoever. No, there's some whosoever's that wouldn't dare say. See, it works for the whosoever's that would dare say to the mountain, be removed. But I know of some whosoever's that wouldn't dare say that the mountain is removed. They say, whoo, the mountain's getting bigger. Dear God, every day it gets bigger. We'll never get these debts paid. What are we going to do? Well, they're not following the sayings of Jesus. Now, in the sixth chapter of Matthew, Jesus made this statement. He said, take no thought by saying, what are we going to do? What are we going to eat? What are we going to wear? Don't take any thought by saying that. Now, that's a saying of Jesus. Now, if we'll follow and be a doer of the sayings of Jesus, put these things to work in our own life, these principles in operation in our everyday affairs, we will be successful in life. When the storms of life come against us, they cannot shake us. That doesn't mean you're not going to have any problems. Certainly, you're going to have some problems in life. But what Jesus is saying, you will overcome the problems of life. If you'll instigate the principles of the Word of God that Jesus taught in his sayings. Take no thought by saying. What are we going to do? Have you ever heard people say that? That's what most Christians are saying. When they get in a bad financial condition, they start saying, what are we going to do? Well, that opens the door to the devil to answer you. He'll say, would you believe you're going bankrupt? Would you believe you're going to lose your car? Well, yeah, it sure looks like it. And if he ever draws you over into the area of what it feels like and what it looks like, you've had it. If you keep the devil in the arena of faith, you'll defeat him every time. But when you allow him to maneuver you into what it seems like and what already is, and when you begin to take that above the word of God, then he's got you exactly where he wants you. Jesus said, don't take thought by saying, what are we going to do? What are we going to eat? But that's what most people are doing. Well, then what should we do? It's all right to take thought. Jesus didn't say not take any thought. He said just don't take thought by saying what are we going to do. 
Well, what do we do? Take thought by saying, I know what I'll do. I'll do what the Word says. When I'm in lack, I'll give out of my need, and it shall be given unto me. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over. I'll activate the promise of God. And I'll confess, thank God, because I have sown bountifully. I do reap bountifully. And my God meets my need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Now, you see, that's taking thought by saying what God said. When you take thought by saying what God said about you, then it's going to produce faith in your life. And it's going to defeat the devil. Did you notice on the Mount of Temptation that when Jesus defeated Satan there, he did it by quoting what God said? But yet there's so many people that think if you're just saying what God said, why, you're just trying to act like God. Well, now, let's think about that for a minute. Is it wrong to act like our Father? Now, we're not trying to be God. That's what some of them refer to. They say, you're just trying to be God. No, no, I don't want to be God. But I want to act like God would act in this situation. Now, when God saw darkness, what did he say? He said, light. Well, now, if there'd have been some folks I know there, they'd have said, God, you can't say that because it's dark out there. And you've got to say it like it is. No, God said it the way he wanted it. And he created us in his image and his likeness, and he's trying to teach us to follow the principles that he followed in creation. Ten times in Genesis 1, it says, And God said. Now, you know, it looks to me like it would have been enough if the writer said, And God said, and then just list all the things God said. But he's trying to get over to us what caused creation. The speaking of God's word after him, produces a spiritual force inside the one that speaks it, and it's called faith. It's a spiritual force. It comes from the Word of God. When the Word is spoken out of your mouth, and you hear it with your ears, it goes into the human spirit, and it produces a spiritual force called faith. I call it the divine energy of God. It is the substance of things hoped for. It's the evidence of things not seen. So when Jesus said, Take no thought by saying, What shall we eat? What shall we drink? Wherewith shall we be clothed? He's telling you a secret. And that is to stay away from the thing that will breed doubt. See, doubt is when you just don't know. If an individual doesn't know what God's will is, then he's in doubt about what God's will is. But once you know what the Word says about it and know what God's will is, then you don't believe it. It's unbelief. And that's a sin. So he's trying to get us in an area where you don't open the door to doubt. And someone has made this statement, and I think it's very good. They said, you can't keep doubt from coming to your mind in some things. The devil put doubt in your mind in some things when you don't know any better. But they'll die unborn unless you speak them. Once you begin to speak doubt, it'll be conceived in your heart. See, that's why the Bible says, and doubt not in his heart. See, you can believe things in your heart that you can't believe in your head. Now, there's a lot of people trying to operate faith out of the head. You know what that's called? Mental assent. Well, yes, it's in the Bible, so it must be true. But is it true in your life? Well, no. See, they agree that it's in the Bible that it's true, but they don't act on it. 
It's when we act on the Word of God. Faith is also an action. It's an action of one that's fully persuaded that what God has said he will perform. So if we take thought by saying, what are we going to do? What are we going to eat? What are we going to do about this? Then it opens the door to the enemy. Now Jesus, when he's talking about taking no thought also, he's talking about anxious thought. And sometimes Christians say, well, you just ought not make any plans. No, Jesus didn't tell you not to make any plans. You know that most people never plan to fail in life. They just fail to plan. I'm going to say that again. Most people never plan to fail. They just fail to plan. So Jesus is trying to get us to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Then all these other things will be added to you. You know why he says seek the kingdom first? Because the kingdom is where all these other things come from. In the Garden of Eden... God had put Adam in the garden, and in that garden was all that was necessary to supply Adam with the lifestyle that he needed. Everything he needed was in that garden, even the tree of life, that if he'd eat of it, he would live forever, was in that garden. But you see, it didn't take him but three chapters to mess it up, and he got put out of the garden. Now God has restored mankind, and the kingdom of God has come to abide in the hearts of men. Isn't that what Jesus said in the 17th chapter of Luke, verse 20 and 21, when he was demanded of the Pharisees when the kingdom of God should come? He said, they won't say lo here or lo there, but behold, he says, the kingdom of God is within you. In other words, the kingdom God set up inside you is capable of supplying every single need that you have in this life. Now, Jesus is the head of that kingdom. Don't get the idea that I'm saying that everything that you need is within you yourself individually. No, no. It's because Jesus is in you, God the Father is in you, the kingdom of God is in you, and it is capable of supplying every human need that is needed upon the face of this earth. Can you see that? Now that kingdom that came on the day of Pentecost, set up in the hearts of men, is capable of supplying everything you have need of. Physically, financially, spiritually, and every other way. Jesus is the head of that kingdom. And if he dwells in you, the kingdom of God is in you. So he said, seek first the kingdom. Don't seek the thing. Seek the kingdom. And then all these other things shall be added unto you. Now, if you were going to seek the kingdom, you'd find out first of all where the kingdom was. Isn't that right? So the kingdom of God is within you. So we find then that the kingdom of God that is within an individual is how God is intending to supply our needs here on this earth. That's why the Bible says, if you believe, if you doubt not in your heart, because your heart is where the kingdom is, the kingdom of God. So God's word produces the faith in the promise that will cause the manifestation of the promise in your life. God bless you. I do appreciate you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Now, our CD offer all of this week is CD offer number 7406, four CDs for $29 plus $5 postage and handling. Now, this is one of the most enlightening series on the authority of man and Jesus that I've ever taught. And, of course, you know it's four CDs. There's a lot of teaching on there. And what we find out in the study of the scriptures that Jesus was born 
on the earth, it gave him authority here. You know, any spirit being that's on this earth that has not been born here has very little authority to change anything on this planet. But Jesus was born with a physical flesh, blood, and bone body. In Hebrews, the second chapter, verse 16, For verily he took not on himself the nature of angels, but he took on him the seed of Abraham. And verse 18 says, For in that he himself hath suffered being tempted, he is able to help them that are tempted. So Jesus proved what a man could do on this planet through the flesh, blood, and bone body and fellowship with the Father God. He walked perfect and upright under that old covenant, fulfilled it to the letter, and it passed away when they nailed him to the cross. And thank God, now there is righteousness through Christ by faith in Jesus Christ and his blood to redeem us. But most people don't understand that their body gives them authority. And now Jesus said, I give you power in the 10th chapter of Luke, I believe it was, said, I give you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Now, he's talking about mankind and Jesus is telling you, you have authority to lord it over the devil. Don't allow the devil to lord it over you. Take your authority and act on it and be an overcomer. That's offer number 7406. It's called Authority of Man and Jesus. Four CDs for $29 plus $5 postage and handling, total of $34. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400, 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this Charles Caps reminding you, the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Caps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Capps Ministries and our listeners in this area.